Climbers, there's a brand new report out on Spotify that just talks about how artists like you make money and how much those numbers have increased. That's what we're going to talk about today. You really need to listen to this episode. It's going to be good for your soul. Welcome to the climb! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business because leverage is the name of the game. Leverage is king. You got to show the industry people that you want to work with that your product, that your work, that your art has value. You can call it whatever you want, but they're interested in knowing that other people are interested in it. And then if enough of those other people are interested in it, you're going to work with everybody that you want to work with because it's getting really, really difficult to do that. So, uh, but it ain't rocket science, right? That's why we called this the climb, creating leverage in the music business. That's what you're going to need. That's a Baxter name from a good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent's an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady A, Joe Nichols, and more. Got a couple number ones in Southern Gospel in the last few years. Had a top 10 in Australia, I don't know, in the last few months. He's making miracles happen. Got some pub companies sniffing around. Back in the game. Back in the game. It's going to happen. And uh, what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro. And once you're tight on the writing and once you're tight on the business, the last step is making relationships, man. It's all about relationships. You're construction job is about relationships your teaching job is about relationships the stuff you do in church is about relationships it's it's no different and he sets you up to create those relationships you can find brand songwritingpro.com and I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinnell. Johnny owns at Daredevil Production. They're breaking artists digitally by identifying new fans through data. If you're an artist looking to increase your streams, blow up your video views, sell more live show tickets, and get discovered by new fans, TV, and music industry pros, then Daredevil Production can help. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at DaredevilProduction.com. That is production singular, no S, and there is no S because there is no other. Johnny D. How you living, buddy? I'm trying to wake up still. Yeah? Still trying to wake up from my last riding binge trip <laughs> and still dragging. Dude, that was a fun trip, man. It was awesome. It put a lot of wind in my sails. So it was a good trip. I always love hanging with you. Man, we saw a bunch of climbers. I got to post those pictures, too. I'm so freaking terrible at that. <laughs> I got them in the climb community, though. Did you post them in there? I believe I did, yeah. Oh, well, good. I believe I tagged you. Give it the program, Johnny. Well, thank God for you. I haven't been there in a while. Like, <laughs> well... T- <laughs> time sitting in an airport. I've been buried, dude. I have been so buried. And I'm buried this week. And then we are flying out Friday morning to go to the party in the Desert Festival, see our boy Josh Roy, mm-hmm. do his thing all three days. Yep. And with the last day, the headliner is Lainey Wilson, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And so that's going to be some good exposure for him. And we got two cameras coming. Mm-hmm. Like we're all over the. All over the shoot, man, making sure that we can document that and use that for social proof on the boy. Nice. And um, we just got a distribution deal going with him. And now it's uh, we're like 60 days away from firing up the engines and starting to taxi down the runway, man. That's right. And speaking of Josh, we got to see him at the uh, at the freak show. Yeah. Wednesday night he was in town. And so we got to go out and see him. And, and that was good to meet him finally after hearing about him so much on the show. 
But then also got to meet some climbers. So shout out to Steve Lombardo, Jim Hawkins, and Johnny Matt. Yeah. Johnny Matt taking his maiden voyage in Nashville down from Philly. So that was cool to be able to, I got it. We did a coaching session. They got to drive him down music row. So his first time I'm like doing the whole penny tour guide thing. Nice. See that banner. That's for and that's, you know, then we went to the freak show. And so uh, that was cool to always fun to see some climbers and songwriting pro members and all that good stuff. Yeah. And I'll tell you like Lombardo was there the week before and I told him, I'm like, Oh, Hey man, like Brent's going to be in town next week. You should come back. So that's why he came back. So he can meet you because he wanted to meet you. So that was- well, the funniest thing was, so blue Foley, he's a regular there and he played our song that, Happened because you hooked us up with Mackenzie O'Brien, Sugar Daddy Issues. That's right. Which is just bonkers. Such a cool song. And at the end of that, Steve's standing next to me and he looks at me and goes, I didn't expect that out of you. (laughs) Like, yes, (laughs) I didn't expect that out of me either. So you'll have to hear the song one day. That's the I'm rubbing off on you, dude. Gosh. And speaking of Mackenzie, by the way, Mm -hmm. I don't want to jinx this, but she just texted me because we haven't mixed a record yet. Like we recorded it back in late end of January. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Zach, my co-producer who's also the engineer had, I mean, literally told us like, I'm not even gonna be able to look at getting to this until mid March. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause he was so stacked up. So hopefully by the end of the month, we're going to be doing background vocals, but she called to ask me for some rough mixes so that her band could learn the arrangements because she's got an opportunity that she might get to open up for Kylie Morgan, oh, cool. which is cool up in Chicago, who, I just think is a great artist. I think that the Love Kylie record is awesome. Like, I mean, just friggin' awesome. And that's uh, Smack. That's uh, Shane Maganelli. Mm-hmm. Like, the songs, are, the lyrics, the, the music is just really, really, really strong. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, really freaking good and janelle is like a huge huge fan of her and turned me on to her and stuff and literally like one of the gifts i got for janelle was the lyrics to one of her songs like printed on a canvas with a picture mm. of nashville on and it hangs like above our bed you know yeah. and it's all about you know i hate that i love you right like <laughs> <laughs> and it's a positive message you know what i mean but yeah. it's just like oh i'm so independent and but i can't be with you you know what i mean because i just i love you so much it's like awesome so anyway that feels about like my relationship with nashville sometimes i hate that yeah. i love you <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that was a song about you. nashville at first like nashville skyline <laughs> i hate that i love you I'm like yeah sometimes i feel that way too there you go. So, uh, well, hey, man, today, dude, this article came out and shout out to, gosh, who was it? Patrick. Um, Patrick Adams? Yeah. Or no, was it Hacker? It was Brad Hacker. Patrick Adams or Brad Hacker. I can't remember who it was. But one of them, like, like so I, I saw this article and immediately posted it in the climb community, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll see who read it or not. I don't know who reads it. Yeah. And then, like, 25 minutes later, I get a DM from him. And wait, I can tell you who it is right now because I don't want to get this wrong. Like it's, it was Patrick Hacker or Brad Adams. I think it was Patrick Adams. Okay. And he sends me the link to the article and he's like, boom, like this is exactly what you've been saying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I thought you should see this. I'm like, I'm all over it. I already posted in the climb community, but I love <laughs> yeah. that you're all over it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And to me, this is like amazing freaking news. So that's what we're going to talk about today, but let's take care of some business real quick. Join the climb community. If you haven't done so it's at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the climb community. And I have to ask to be let in, but we let everybody in and 
We want to hear about your gigs. We want to hear about your new music. We want to hear about your wins. And we got a place for you to put all that stuff. There's only like three freaking rules you got to follow. Mm. I feel like it's pretty easy. We're not oppressive with the rules. We don't like too many rules. We're all musicians. We're all artists. We got to be like on the fringes of society and doing our thing. But yet we just still managed to find, I roadhouse like three people. Oh gosh. Last week. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're just spamming a crap out of the main feed. I'm like, no, you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. We don't spam, we jam. So anyway, what do we got for wins today? Let's share those. Yeah. So every Wednesday we post our new height segment in the climb community. You're welcome to post any day a win, but find the new heights post and post it as a comment there. So any day of the week, it's fine to post a comment under new heights, but they come out on Wednesdays. Uh, let's see. So a couple here, more than we have time to share, but a couple here. Uh, Will Ganell Music said the artist that I co-wrote Neon, or Chase and Neon with is working on a video. Shooting for a release in April. He wants more songs. So, yeah, that's nice. Good job. Uh, also, a new tune. Yes, a new tune of Will's called Call Me When You're Drinking has met some high praise. We'll see if it finds a good home. Learning more about this biz every day, writing every day, connecting with more potential co-writers. The good Lord and my wife still love and support me. So wins, y'all. That is a win, Will. So that's awesome. And we'll do another one here. Brian Williams says, place second in the NSAI annual song contest lyric category. Winning would have been great, but happy to make it as far as I did. So congrats, Brian. Congrats, Will, and everyone else that posted. Keep on climbing. There we go. Good job, man. Mm-hmm. Make sure you, you follow or subscribe to the podcast wherever you consume your podcast so that you can uh, get all the episodes and you can pick and choose what you want to hear. And lastly, tell a friend about it. That's the best thing that you can do. I mean, if you're finding value from this, if we're giving you a perspective on how to advance your journey and how to be a better business person with your artist and how to be a better artist, period, then share it with some people, mm-hmm. right? There's plenty of room out there. We're not fighting for radio spots anymore man that's right that we don't have the tyranny of space so now we just need to make sure that everybody is as good as they can be right that's the deal that's the deal so let's get to this article man this is huge okay so this is kind of um it's a little different than the two other articles that we've featured on this podcast before that were about artists that made at least fifty thousand dollars in revenue from just from streaming just from spotify Right, which was a compelling number, right? Because that number was 13,400 in 2021. And we sort of surmised, I did some math on that and figured out that if I took out all the brand names that are driving that kind of traffic, Mm -hmm. that were multi million dollar brand names that I only went back as far as the 60s. So didn't include Elvis in there or whatever. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I still came up with about 8,400 indie artists that were making that kind of money, right? Yeah. Even if I'm off by a couple thousand, that's significant, right? Mm -hmm. And then in 2022, that number increases to 16,500. So increases by like 3,100. We did not sign 3,100 brand new major label artists in that time or 3,100 major label artists did not just ramp up their freaking debut release and everybody took off on the runway. 3,100 of them, no. No. You know, those are indie artists. Those are all indie artists, for God's sake. So this is really exciting, but 50,000 is a big number. And if you remember on that second Spotify one, because the, the first one that happened was the spin on it from Digital Music News was horrible, right? It was mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, well, out of 8 million artists, only 13,400 made any money. This is 0.2%. This is atrocious. This is blah, right. blah, blah, as if like all those artists deserve to win, right? If they all are even trying to be artists, right. if they all are doing anything, anybody can put their finger. Well, it's like saying, 
What's that? It's like saying, uh, well, I, I've been in a gym and I've shot some ball, but it's terrible that I've not made any money playing basketball. Exact same thing. Yeah, it's exactly like that. I, I've made three free throws my whole life. I've never played in a game of five on five. And you know what? Like, because I stepped on a court, I should make some money as a professional basketball player. No. You're dragging down the average earnings of basketball players. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? Like the gates to get on the velvet rope to get on a basketball court. It's even more than what it is for just any Tom Dick or Harry to put their little finger painting up on the world's refrigerator mm-hmm. called Spotify. You know, mama, look, yeah. look at me. Right. So, our first show on that, on that report, like I just switched it around. I'm like, stop it. I figured out that there was maybe like 2,600 artists that are major label artists that made money in the last 60 years. Mm-hmm. And we had 8,400 indie artists that made 50 grand. I'm like, what club do you want to be a part of? <laughs> yeah. Like, this is good news. Like these 8,400 artists, and even if I'm off, maybe they're 4,400 artists, mm-hmm. but they aren't getting on the freaking radio. Right. They would not have made any money in the old system and in this system they can right so again what club do you want to be a part of right that's a starting point that's 50 grand that's cash flow that's money that you're you know you're on your way you have a real business right Mm -hmm. and that's just from one source one streaming just from one source that's not your live gigs that's not any collaboration or ad money from your social media that's not all the other streaming services which Mm -hmm. is probably an additional 25 percent right so the report in 2022 comes out and spotify responding clearly to dmn it's like so on this one we also put some criteria on who's a professional artist or a professionally aspiring artist, right? Mm -hmm. And the criteria were three rules, right? Number one was you had to have at least 10 songs on Spotify, enough to make one album. Right. And that first level of criteria, I think that makes sense to everybody, right? Like this isn't about equality and be fair and all this crap. It's like, man, if you want to be a freaking astronaut, you got to learn how to do that. And you got to put in a lot of time and a lot of effort. Yeah. And if you want to be a good plumber, you don't just walk in with a wrench and, mm-hmm. and get equal pay. Like if you want to be a school teacher, you don't just show up at school and get paid. Like you got to put some time in yeah. to learn the craft, man. So 10 songs is one album and 5.6 million of the 8 million artists on Spotify haven't even put up 10 songs. And by the way, and if you're on your way to being a professional artist, if you've only got two songs up, you don't have enough to Mm -hmm. generate any kind of revenue. And so why are we bitching, right? Like what's going on? (laughs) Exactly. And then the second piece of criteria was you had to have at least 10,000 monthly followers. Mm -hmm. That's a high bar, right? A higher bar for sure. That is. Yeah. And that took the pool from like 2.6 million down to 160,000. Significant decrease. Mm -hmm. And we're looking at artists who are really, really, really trying to, number one, make a living at this and be serious about their business. And number two, they're incorporating Spotify in that plan. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the third thing was you had to do is sell one ticket, like $1 of business through some sort of digital ticket outlet. And they did it prior to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So that didn't get fact because everything got skewed in there. And so that number then creeped up from, 160,000 to 200,000. Okay. So all of a sudden, the percentage wise, like 16,500 or in 2022 or 13,400 in 2021, out of 200,000 professional or professionally aspiring artists, 
that percentage is now significantly larger, right? Yes. And the growth between the two years is like mind blowing. Mm -hmm. So that's the premise. Let's just dive into this article here and then we'll kind of unpack it, right? The title is, um, this is also on Digital Music News. I feel like they've come off the nasty angle that they had. (laughs) Starting to warm up a little bit, yeah. Yeah, once they got sort of spanked a little bit, like, don't be such a douche. Mm -hmm. So roughly 60,000 professionally aspiring artists generated $10,000 or more in 2022 from Spotify, according to Spotify. That's the title. Hmm. So that's another reason why I like this article so much is, man, okay, that's doable, right? If you can do 10,000, get to there. Yeah. And then you can do 50,000. Yeah. The journey from 10,000 to 50,000 is shorter than the journey from zero to 10,000. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And also, again, this is not counting other streaming services. This is not counting live. This is not counting merch. Yep. So like 10,000 on Spotify might mean you're making, if you're doing other things, you could be making a living already. That's right. Or at least maybe you have a little part-time gig on the side, but this looks like could be your main gig. That's right. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. That's right. So let's get into this here. So it says artist numbers, rights holders, payouts, and royalties. Depending on your perspective, Spotify's latest data dump could paint a promising picture for the future of streaming. The company's self-reported royalty data for 2022 reveals who's making money on Spotify and who's not. So who's actually squeaking out a living on Spotify out of it's now up to 9 million artist profiles? Okay. All right. Spotify says only an estimated 200,000 are properly leveraging streaming as a part of their career. These professional or professionally aspiring artists, quote unquote, have released at least 10 tracks. There we are with the criteria again. Uh, Yeah. Average a minimum of 10,000 monthly listeners and conducted a commercial activity outside of streaming during 2022. Mm -hmm. Commercial activity means you had to make a dollar, right? You had to make something, some money. Yeah. Outside of streaming. Yep. 
So Spotify data reveals that just over a quarter, 29% of these 200,000 professionally aspiring artists, or roughly 60,000 serious artists, generated $10,000 or more in Spotify revenue in 2022. That's either good or bad, depending on the perspective in this subsequent number crunching. Mm -hmm. So I guess they're not hostile towards Spotify, but they're not exactly putting their arm around them either, pat them on the back, are they? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think just going from, are these 60,000 artists who generated 10,000 or more? And so what I don't have to compare to is the difference of how many of these artists were like in comparing apples to apples made at least 50,000, right? We know that 16,500 made 50,000 in 2022 and, or I'm sorry, 2021. And we know that that number increased by about 20% from 2020 to 2021. So if we do another 20% at 16,500, that would be what, like three grand, so would be like 19,000. So let's say there's like 40,000 artists are below 50, but above 10 grand. Right. Mm -hmm. That's not about right to you. I mean, math. (laughs) But these people are these people are people that make zero dollars on the radio that don't get a record deal. Right. Mm -hmm. That that don't have this opportunity. Forty thousand. I mean, good Lord. when We had nine major labels back in the day when radio was firing on all pistons. That's 500 artists on each label. That's that's not a lot of artists, man. We got 40,000 people making money now. Yeah. A little mm-hmm. bit of money, but money, yeah. nonetheless, on their music because they didn't have to get on radio. So that's where I'm coming from. This is the reality. Forget that. Not a spin. That's just a fact. Mm-hmm. So for Spotify, the analysis starts with an important working assumption. The streaming giant says it accounted for over 20% of global recorded music revenue in 2022. Wow. Up from less than 15% in 2017. This is all the music, the recorded music revenue, right? So this is sales Streaming, I imagine they're going to sync has got to be in there, right? I would imagine so, yeah. And Spotify's account for 20% of that. That's that's crazy big. Also, according to Spotify, the platform's all-time payouts to music rights holders is approaching $40 billion in recording and publishing royalties. So that's getting up there. Mm-hmm. Spotify believes that during the last two decades, streaming has transformed the dynamic music ecosystem. With low barriers to entry, which we just sort of discussed, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody can put their finger painting up on the refriger- world's refrigerator. Right. It has drawn a passionate new musicians and creators from all over the world. Spotify's report on its own royalty data also reveals that in 2022, only 12% of Spotify's U.S. streams were credited to the top 50 artists. Mm. Did you hear that? Only 12% are the top 50 artists. That's right. So we got 88% is the not top 50 artist. Yeah. I like that number. Don't you? <laughs> yes. If you're one of those not top 50. That sounds like middle class to me. Mm-hmm. Stats like this place the spotlight on how music industry revenue is reaching more than just mega artists and mega creators. So I love this too, right? You just have to be, you have to be a craftsman at your music at your mm-hmm. songwriting at your recording you have to know how to make a record yeah and then you've got to be proficient at your business too you got to think out of both halves of those brands and if you can't think out of both sides of your brain like that because you're like a true artist i get it but then you need to be aware that you're not aware on how to do that you can't do that and so you got to mm-hmm. be able to pull somebody in build a team that can yeah know what you don't know right. the known unknowns right i don't know how to do that i can't do that so get somebody who can mm-hmm. 
Spotify data also reveals that in 2022, a quarter of the artists generated over $10,000 from Spotify were self-distributed. So out of 60,000, a quarter would be 15,000 of those artists, right? Yep. Who made over 10 grand from Spotify were Mm self-distributed and get this, 35% reside in countries outside of the top 10 music markets. In countries outside the top 10 music markets? In countries outside of the top 10 music markets. So what does that mean to you? I got some ideas on this, but like, what does that stat ping in your brain right there, Brent? I mean, you don't have to live in the U.S., in England. I guess London would be one of those top spots. I don't know where the top 10 music cities would be. Let's go by countries. I mean, I think it's going to be like United States, Canada, and probably Europe, Mm -hmm. and maybe Brazil, maybe. Maybe a big South American country or something, but. I think you talk about inclusiveness, you talk about equality, right? Mm-hmm. Which I feel like digital music news is all about, okay? Yeah. This sounds insane, insanely cool, right? Yeah. Like, you don't have to have the luck of being born in the right country mm-hmm. to figure out how to do this. You know what else it says to me? What? I'll bet you some, I mean, if you're not in one of the top 10 music markets, then those are definitely, those top 10 music markets are definitely going to be like first world countries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So- if you're outside of that, you're either second world or third world. And I'm seeing artists that are like, you know what? I can go make two bucks a day digging in a cobalt mine to make the batteries <laughs> for your smartphone or your Uber eco-friendly freaking EV car. Right. Or I can make music and make money as long as I, I just got to figure out like how to be a good business person and make some competitive music. Yeah. Like they're motivated, aren't they? Probably yeah, a little bit more motivated. I think it's safe to say they're a little bit more motivated than the people in the top 10 music markets, right? <laughs> Probably so, yeah, due to uh, what the other options are. It's a generalization, but I think that's true. Mm-hmm. The number of artists generating over $100,000 per year grew 135% from 2017 to 2022. So in five years, people are making over 100 grand, six figures just on streaming, grew 135%. That's amazing, man, right? Yeah, that's great. So the pie's getting bigger. Mm -hmm. And when the pie's getting bigger, you're not fighting for space, right? Mm -hmm. Now, let's just put that into perspective in contrast to a broadcast, okay? Was the pie ever getting any bigger with terrestrial radio, right? Like in a market, were they adding more spins per hour? No. No. It's fixed, right? The only way the pie got bigger was when a genre took over, right? Mm -hmm. Like the hair band thing took over back in the 80s and all of a sudden significantly large amount of all the radio stations in the country were on that format because that was the format that was making money. Right. And now that's country music, right? Mm -hmm. So did the pie get bigger in country music from the 1990s to now? Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. because more stations were added, right? Yeah. That's a macro, not a micro, right? They're not adding more spins. There's only so many spins. There's only so many minutes in an hour. Mm-hmm. They got to run ads, right? Yep. So think about it from that. Like, think about it from that perspective. That's pretty interesting. So we said that artists made 100,000 years, 100 grand per year, grew 135% in five years from 2017 to 2022. Moreover, artists reaching the milestone annual revenue levels of 10 grand, 100 grand, and 1 million have more than doubled during the last five years. Nice. So that's over 100%. So the people getting in from zero to 10 grand doubled. Mm -hmm. People getting from 10 grand to 100 grand doubled. Doubled. 
People getting from a hundred grand to a million doubled. Doubled. What I just say before, if you can do 10, you can do 50. Mm-hmm. If you can do 50, you can do a hundred. If you can do a hundred, you can do a million, right? You just got to put the hammer down and do more of what's happening. Mm-hmm. So this is proof. The numbers don't lie because the numbers can't talk. Mm-hmm. This is proof that it's now easier than ever before to just work your butt off and make a living or at least begin to start a business that has cash flow mm-hmm. in the music industry. Whereas before, man, it was so much luck, right? It's easier these days to do the hard things. Yeah, well, yeah. Because now you have you don't need permission. Right, but I mean, if you went, okay, so if you go back to your parents and you're like, I want to start a lawn mowing business and this is what I want to do, you might get some pushback because maybe your parents are like, no, you just have to go work at the factory like the rest of us and mm-hmm. get some guaranteed income. That's too scary. We don't know how to do that. But if you go back and you say, I got two choices, mom, dad, I'm going to start a lawn mowing business or I'm going to be in the music industry. <laughs> I want to be an artist. <laughs> Which one do you think they're going to choose? Right? Oh, uh, yeah. Like now, I don't know. Like you throw this out at them and they're like, well, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Right? You can do both. But, you know, make no mistake. It's, it's, you just don't need anybody's permission anymore. So proof that you and I aren't lying, Brent, on this podcast, that's for sure. <laughs> that's true. With an ever-growing number of listeners, Spotify reports that in total, 913,000 songs have crossed the million stream mark in 2022 alone. So almost a million songs have crossed a million streams in 2022. Mm -hmm. 281,000 songs reached this milestone, with almost 350 songs already crossing the billion stream mark by the end of last year. Numbers, man. Say that again. So let me take a sip of coffee. I'm on the struggle bus. Hold on. Yeah. These are a lot of numbers. I'm, I'm a little. So I think what they're saying here is that in 2022, 913,000 songs have crossed the million mark, right? Okay. But by the end of last year, 281,000 songs reached this milestone. Oh, so it's 913,000 songs total. Okay. Yeah. In the history of Spotify that have crossed the million stream mark. Oh, I read that wrong. Okay. So it's 913,000 songs in the history of Spotify that have reached the million stream mark. But in 2022, just last year, 281,000 songs reached the million stream mark and 350 reached the billion stream mark. Gotcha. Guys, that's almost 25% of the, I mean, Spotify started in 2008 or 2009. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about a 13-year history, and 25% of that happened just in last year. Yeah. That just shows you, wow, okay, that's incredible. Music catalogs also appear to have become more valuable than ever, Spotify says, and they can still generate healthy revenues year after year. This is true because we have huge publishing companies and record labels and entrepreneurs like Merck Mercuriatus who have made big music catalogs from huge household name artists like Bruce Springsteen and Billy Joel, these kinds of things. Like they are asset class Mm -hmm. stocks on the stock market. Like hedge funds are getting into this. Like people who invest money for a living are getting into the music industry because what wasn't before, which was predictable revenue has now become predictable revenue. Mm -hmm. And this may be, this may be a little confusing to you, but it's Bob Dylan's catalog now behaves and is equally as a good bet as let's say Apple stock or GE stock, hmm. right? Like what are they betting on a consistent revenue stream? 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And profit. When it gets profitable, there's more money. That's great. When it's not profitable, that's but but there's still a consistent revenue stream. And when you have a consistent revenue stream, even if it's like steadily but slowly declining, it's still consistent. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you can borrow money based on that revenue stream and be able to pay it back. And then what do you borrow the money for? You go invest in other things, right? Mm -hmm. You go start new companies. You go, this is how the stock market works. This is what it's all about. And now for the first time in forever, you've got people who would never, ever invest in the music industry who thought it was complete like lottery ticket, right? Like Mm -hmm. something they don't understand, something they're not going to play, you know, too relationship-based to make any money. Now you've got huge hedge funds, people that are responsible for investing like pension fund money, 401k money for huge companies, investing in music catalogs, guys. That's cool. This is mind-blowing, right? Yeah. So the company spots like catalog musicians as heritage artists, defined as artists that averages more than 500,000 monthly listeners with 80% of streams from tracks that are more than five years old. So that's what they consider a heritage artist, right? Or a legacy artist. Mm -hmm. This inclusive group compromises 3,400 artists that generate $433,000 from Spotify alone in 2022. Spotify estimates that these heritage artists made well over $1 million in revenue across all streaming services. So, hey, man, Brent, remember my first report on the 2021 thing where I guessed it was like 2,800? Yeah. They're saying it's even more. Not far off, buddy. Huh? Yeah. Not far off, Johnny. Damn, I love it when I'm right. Okay. (laughs) And if anything, what they're saying is heritage is a little bit more than what you said, right? Well, they're saying it just has to be at least five years old. Oh, and so I went old. back like 60 years, oh, okay. but I, but Heritage certainly includes Elvis, right? Yeah, for sure. And Frank Sinatra and the big, big, big names from- Pre-60. As far back as the music history. So yeah, it's probably spot on then. Because I was thinking if it was higher, then that just made the, the percentage of indies making that money even better. But yeah, that's probably just spot on. So yeah, so this to me, this means- I said I might be off by a couple thousand. I'm off by 500 or 600. That's crazy. Artists. So instead of 8,400 artists, oh, it was 7,800 artists that are in the <laughs> artists in 2021 that made 13,000 that made over 50 grand in Spotify revenue. Mm-hmm. Holy crap, man. Holy crap. It's mind blowing. With this powerful revenue generating capability, let's just repeat that because that makes my nipples hard. <laughs> With this powerful revenue generating capability, the streaming giant is calling catalogs a signal of optimism for the future value of music. Spotify's royalty data is painting a pretty picture for the future of streaming in the overall music landscape. And the streaming giant says it expects growth rates shown on this site to continue. End of article. Wow. Good vibes, man. Growth. There's opportunity there. If you You take advantage of it, take care of your business. You can do it. Mm -hmm. You just got to, I mean, I think the bar that always existed between objective crap Mm -hmm. to where it becomes competitive and then it becomes subjective, right? Yeah. Like when it's good, they used to call rock and roll just, they used to call jazz insolent noise. Like it's terrible. This isn't classical music. And they were pissed off about it in the fifties. Yeah. And then rock and roll came and they were pissed off about that. And now they're pissed off about country music and punk and metal. And they're always pissed off about something. But the bottom line is like when it's good, Mm -hmm. even if it's not your taste, when it's good, it's subjectively not your bag, baby, but it's 
people are hopping on board and they love it, man. And that's mm-hmm. all that matters. And so once you get your artistic sort of level to that, the only thing you got to work on is really just getting in front of more people. Yeah, man. More I had this artist, man, I got to share this real quick and then we'll wrap this up. This will be like one of my shortest deals ever, but I had this artist. He me- says 40 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> There's a band called alter ego rehab. Okay. Alter ego rehab. Okay. And this cat is like, just a great freaking singer, right? Okay. And he put out this record. He sent me some stuff and he's like, you know, I want to see what's going to be like to work with you and blah, blah, blah. And we're just kind of laying down some runway to see how we can work together. But we had a couple really long talks and I said, man, you're like, your voice, dude, is that's the deal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you need to just keep, you're not in front of enough people. Yeah. Reach your frequency. Just keep putting your stuff out there and get in front of people. And when you get some investors involved and you can come back to me, then I will be there for you. You know what I mean? I can't help you unless you got money to spend on digital. Right. Yeah. Even if I help you for free, I can't help you unless you got money to spend to put it. You know what I mean? So it's it's not about my fee. It's about like Facebook. Just the reality of, of, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, being able to create that repetition. So, you know what? Our talk just sort of gets him off the fence post and he just starts doing TikTok stuff because he mm-hmm. can sing anything. And it's like, whoa, what the hell? Dude, like week one, it's got like 8,000 likes on TikTok. <laughs> week <laughs> one. Why? Because he's freaking amazing. Yeah. Like he can sing anything. And it just, I put a gun to his head and I'm like, make this sound like somebody else. And he couldn't do it. Like, it's just him. Yeah. So- Guys, this is the deal. Like, it's all right there. Mm-hmm. Like, you can totally freaking do this, okay? And so many thousands and thousands now of artists are proving beyond a reasonable doubt that this can happen. And the only thing standing in your way is you. That's right. Drop the mic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, hey, if you want some help on that, I got a free download for you. All right. Just uh, this is going to help you like try to detach from the way that you've been marketed to, which is a tough knot to untie. You've been marketed via broadcast platforms your whole life. Mm-hmm. They're still trying to do it now and teach you how to really approach the digital platform, how it's consumed. It really goes into some basic fundamentals, the breakdown to get you thinking about it correctly so that you can move forward. And it's absolutely free to you guys. It's a pretty robust PDF. I don't know how many pages it is, but it's a lot. Mm -hmm. Go to giftfromjohnny, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com and tell me where to send it. It's all yours. Make sure you join the climb community, follow the podcast, tell a friend about it. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.